Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Have you left a toxic relationship only to get pulled back into it one more time? Maybe you got away from the toxic, abusive person that you were with, and then it felt like you slowly or quickly got sucked back in to that toxic relationship. Today we're going to talk about the topic of hoovering kind of from the the phrase of the vacuum of a hoover that actually sucks you back in to toxicity. This is what a narcissist does. A narcissist will break up with you or have you break up with them and take some time to be able to bring you back into their world, into the realm of influence. And a lot of times you're going to see this happen in multiple different ways. So today we're going to look at 10 ways that a narcissist tries to hoover you back into the relationship. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. Clarity Challenge is a great way to help you break the trauma bond, get involved with community, and be able to move through dealing with the rumination, the limiting beliefs and stories that you've believed for a long period of time from the narcissist and that you start to apply to yourself as well. We've seen consistently people that apply themselves doing the daily work and the homework that they get to the place where they're actually stepping out of either the relationship or the rumination in a place of confidence and certainty of who they actually are. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. A lot of times when you're with a narcissist, you don't know who you are. Until we actually work you through that process, a lot of times people stay stuck over and over and over again. Well, if you stay stuck, that's one thing. We're going to talk today about what happens when you get out. When you leave the relationship or when the narcissist leaves you and then they suck you back in. Then they tend to grab you and pull you back into the relationship. So what we're going to look at is the aspect of hoovering. How's it go down? Well, first off, one of the typical ones is love bombing. Okay, Love bombing, giving you a bunch of praise and affection of trying to win you back by showering you with gifts, by showering you with attention, by showering you with, hey, this is going to happen. A lot of times you'll see these compliments ramp up, you'll see the gift giving ramp up, you'll see different pieces ramp up and you're like, oh, he actually cares about me now. Like he's spending more time with me. Like there's something here and it kind of takes you back to that first initial butterfly effect that you had with this person early on in the relationship when they were still love bombing, when they were creating this false sense of reality of what was actually showing up. So they use all this stuff to make you feel special to make you feel desired. That's what we want, right? That's what people want, is to have a connection, to feel special, feel desired. The problem is, it's not actually change for the narcissist. It's just this aspect of like, let me let you feel a certain way, so you avoid actually holding me accountable for the stuff that's actually going on right here, right now. 
Well, along with that, you normally see number two, these false promises. We normally talk about this in future faking of where a person is making false promises, saying they're going to change, saying these things are going to happen without that intention, like without the actual plan behind it of I'm actually going to do this. This is actually going to happen. So a lot of times they're going to create these, these big claims of like, I'm improved, I'm working on myself, I'm all fixed, I'm all better, and not being well able to uh, able to realize or acknowledge the things they've done in the past. This is where you see a lot of times like the Mars is like, I just want to move past this, like I'm a changed person now, and you're like, but I want you to actually acknowledge what you've done that doesn't really happen, okay? Until they actually are willing to acknowledge the past mistakes, uh, the past abuse, the things that have happened they're going to try to minimize it, push it away just to get you back. Don't let a narcissist come back like that because they like you need to be able to hold them accountable. If you don't hold them accountable for the things that they've done, if there's not consequences for their actions, then you end up stepping into this realm of enabling them and letting them do the same thing over and over and over again because why not? There is no consequences. So be careful with this aspect of false promises of change. The third one I want you to think about is the guilt tripping. Narcissists are fantastic at manipulating your emotions and everything to guilt trip you back into a toxic relationship. It might be emphasizing how much they've suffered. Like, woe is me. Like, I'm, I'm the person who keeps getting hurt. And this is one that I use a lot of times in relationships. Like, I was the one that stayed faithful to all the affairs, right? Like, I stayed with these people. These people left me. So like this guilt tripping of like, why would you do this to me? Why would you leave? I, I need this. Like I need you in my life. Like you're the only one that understands me. All these different things. A lot of times they'll play the victim mode of like, I'm miserable without you. Like I don't know what to do without you. And trying to take the responsibility of their growth and change and put it back on you. Sometimes you'll see this as we move into number four, which is going in more depth and saying playing the victim. Okay, a lot of times a narcissist will play the victim of look a certain way, act a certain way because they're a victim of their circumstances. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't this. It was you. It was someone else. And trying to put that back on someone, something, anything, but just as long as it's not my fault. That's the thought process. That's the idea. The whole goal is to make you feel sympathetic to them and inclined to give them another chance. The problem is you've already given them like 15 other chances. You've already given them chance after chance after chance. And you have to realize there's not this piece of you're just going to give them chances forever. Like you need to be able to sit back and be like, wait a second, I've already done this multiple times. There's no reason why I should keep doing this when the, the pattern and the cycle shows this isn't going to last. This isn't going to change. But a narcissist loves playing the victim because you're typically going to respond to it. You're typically going to play towards it, and that's what they're doing. They're playing a game. Number five, one of the things that narcissists do is denying your current reality or the past events that happened. We typically call this as gaslighting, another way that narcissists distort your reality. They distort the truth. They change it. They take something that was true, and they switch it back to something that was false, like rewriting history. Let me change it around so you only believe my version. You only believe what's true for me. There's a lot of times narcissists will do this to make you doubt your own experiences, to make you think, well, maybe he wasn't that abusive. Maybe it wasn't that bad. Maybe I should give him another chance. Okay. And a lot of 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A lot of times it'll make you question, do I actually have a valid reason for leaving? Like, is this actually true that I should do this? Or am I just making a big deal out of nothing? Okay. Now, number six is a little bit different because it's called smear campaign. Now, normally you only think of this of after the relationship of this person smearing. There's another, t there's another way that this can happen. And that's starting to have different smears happen beforehand that actually keeps you in the relationship. Okay, now this might look with the regular aspect of smearing, which would be rumors, lies, negative stories, okay, like all the stuff that's out there. But how it can be is set up in one sense to discredit you, to discredit like your decision to even leave. And so then you have friends and family members coming to you and be like, why would you even do this? Like, it doesn't even make sense. Why would you even leave? Like, I heard what happened. Like, I heard you did this. Like, you you shouldn't do this. You should give him another chance. Like, all these different things. And it just creates doubt. And then it also builds up this, like, social pressure of, like, there's not a reason for you to leave. And you start getting discounted by other people that don't even know you. But they've been gaslit in one sense. They've, been, they've had it smeared in front of them. So they think a different version of reality. This is where a lot of times you'll see the aspect of flying monkeys, where flying monkeys come into your life, where the narcissist has brought them under like his frame of reality to be able to carry out the abuse by proxy, to be able to manipulate you at the same time. Then you have number seven, which is triangulation. Narcissists a lot of times will involve a third person. Uh, it could be like triangulation, like a love interest. Like I'm going to bring someone else in to make you feel jealous, make you feel insecure and make you be fearful of like, I might lose him to someone else. Like now I need to step up my game. Like I need to be better for him. So he chooses me versus the other person. Sometimes the triangulation can just be a third party, not even a love interest, but a third party that is being used to communicate things in a certain way to be able to keep you in a relationship. So it'd be the narcissist communicating something to a third party that's communicating something to you that's making you think you need to stay in the relationship. Maybe that's because it's discrediting you, going back to the flying monkeys piece. Maybe that's the piece of like where it's communicating and you think better things of the narcissist because of what they're saying to tell the other person to tell you. Like there's multiple different ways, but sometimes triangulation can actually be an attempt to hoover and then also keep you in the relationship going through a third party, so you're kind of like wondering. Uh, a lot of times with triangulation with the love interest piece, it'll make you feel crazy because then you're reaching out more, you're like going after him more, all these different things because you're like, why won't he want me? Why does he want her? All these different type of pieces, okay? Um, number eight, uh, emotional manipulation kind of falls underneath the other one with the manipulation, but uh, typically with this emotional blackmail, uh, like playing on your emotions and your vulnerabilities to coerce you to actually come back into their life. Uh, it could be identifying with the same vulnerabilities. We see that happen and nurses will have fake vulnerability of like, hey, I want to be with you because of this or I connect with you about this. And then you realize there's actually no connection there, but it's a facade, something that they built and they kind of like put together. So you see that emotional manipulation, uh, typically blackmailing you, making you feel bad for even wanting to, even wanting to uh, hold them accountable and wanting them to stay out of your life. Uh, number nine, you see financial control. 
if the narcissist already has financial control with you over the relationship, a lot of times they'll use this as leverage uh, to make you reconsider, like, should you actually leave? Or, hey, like, if we get back together, I can buy you this house, I can work on this for you, like, I can give you this money, like, this kind of thing, but I'm not going to do it if we're not together. Like, still the blackmail piece, but then the financial control of, like, I'll give you this, but there needs to be something in it for me. Then you have number 10, which is false apologies and fake remorse. And a lot of times, narcissists apologize superficially. Uh, you hear this a lot of times with, I'm sorry you feel that way. Uh, I'm sorry that happened. And it's not an apology. Like it's just saying, I'm sorry, and then they're going to go do it again. I'm sorry, and then it happens again. You're like, this actually is an apology because there's no change behavior. A lot of times, narcissists will offer insincere apologies or like fake remorse without giving genuine intention to changing, to developing. This is why narcissists will say, I'm sorry, and then you're like, well, how are you going to fix it? And he's like, well, I'm just going to be a better person or I'm just not going to talk to you mean anymore. And there really never is a plan, like a scripted out plan of like, this is how I'm going to do it because they don't have a plan because there's not actually the intention of changing. Well, anyways, that was a quick list of going through 10 ways narcissist tries to hoover you back in a relationship. If you're getting hoovered, if you know your tendency is to get hoovered and go through this cycle, I want you to reach out for help. You can talk to me at rawmotivations.com. Would love to interact with you. Would love to give you some tools and tips to help you move into the place where you don't get hoovered back in. We have many people inside of our Thriver community that are greatly moving forward and the narcissist does not have a pull on them anymore. They've stepped up into their power and their certainty and their clarity of who they are and the narcissist no longer has that hold and that control and definitely can't even hoover them back. If you want to have access to that and understand how we get people there, reach out at rawmotivation.com. Grab a time for us to chat. We'd love to talk to you then. You'll have a blessed day. If you haven't already, like and subscribe for more content.